Well, hello there, everybody. This is Dr. Stephen V, and you're listening to the Take Care and Live podcast. This is Tuesday's Take. Well, happy Tuesday to you and everyone who may be listening. Maybe you are in the midst of Wednesday by now, depending on the time zone you're in. Nevertheless, it's good to spend time and connect with you again. Uh, It's a privilege. You know, over the last few years, there have been um, a few very impactful late night talk show personalities who have left their lucrative jobs, um, their wonderful talk show gigs to go and do something else. Trevor Noah, after seven years hosting The Daily Show, signed off with his final episode on December 8th of 2022. And when he was asked why he was leaving, he said, besides wanting to avoid burnout, because there was just other things I'd like to do. James Corden, who is the host of The Late Late Show, ended his run after eight years Last week on April 27th, their leaving wasn't prompted by some sort of scandal or mishap. Um, And you know, as we are in our culture, we're quick to cancel people on mishaps that don't align with what we thought they should have done or how things should have happened. But none of those things were the case for them. An overwhelming sense of a need for change is what really shifted their mindset about what they wanted to do. For them, it was time to move on and do something new. For them, they wanted to explore new opportunities. There's no guarantee, at least that we know of, that they would be moving into something that was already clean and clear and ready to jump into. But the one thing was clear was that they had the skills and abilities and experiences, including their gigs as late night talk show hosts, that they could actually leverage in other spaces. And I think there's a clear lesson here in these experiences from these two late night talk show hosts that are relevant for us. For all of us. And that's knowing how long to stay. And when to leave. So the argument can be made, right, that these two guys I just mentioned um, have money. So they had options. But I want to dig a little bit deeper. Because beyond just having money, what they both had the power to do and that we have the power to do is the ability to make a decision. The ability of choice and they decided it was time to do something new and of course the prospect of doing something new for you might send chills down your spine it might actually evoke what some describe as a panic attack because it is a leap it's a leap of faith it's a leaving of what you've known to be comfortable leaving what you know to be 
the safe alternative to explore new territory rather than remaining where you are. It's not an easy decision. I'm not taking it lightly. It does need to be deliberate. It does need to be intentional. But it is one that you and I, over the course of time and in different stages in our life, will need to make if we're going to see the other side of opportunity. Because opportunity has many different sides. Where you are is only one opportunity, but it is not the cap on all opportunities. In fact, knowing when to leave and do something else continues to support a sense of optimism because what you're really telling yourself when you make that conscious decision to leave and do something else is what you're saying is, this was great. This was wonderful for me. For this time in my life, this was just right. But I believe there's more. There's still more territory for me to cover and other ways for me to show up in other spaces. And when you think and move that way, you actually create for yourself a thriving internal environment of hope. You are fueling your mind and your will and your emotions with the optimism you need to tackle the new phase of your life with a hope-filled confidence about the future. Be it a hope-filled confidence about a successful outcome, about a relationship, about an event, about a particular encounter you're looking to have, about a goal or a vision you're looking to see fulfilled, or a challenge you're looking to overcome, a task or simply just a new period of time in your life. Here's the other thing you need to remember and that we do tend to forget when we think about leaving and moving to do something new. Is when we make that decision to get up and do something new, to leave where we are and move on to do something new, we are actually clearing the space for new talent. You make room for other people to take point. Here's the deal. Someone else needs your seat. That's right. Someone else actually needs your seat. And that's not a threat to your existence. It's not a threat to your genius or to your value. When you and I can be sensitive to the conditions of the time and make a decision to vacate a familiar position to pursue a new one, we're actually widening our scope of influence. We're leaving a blueprint that someone else can build on. And we're modeling the discipline of living with vision. I'll say that again. When we make that decision to leave, to do something new, we're acknowledging the reality that someone else needs our seat. That someone else needs the space that we've been taking up at that moment. And that it's not a threat to our existence. It's not a threat to your genius or to your value. But instead, you're demonstrating that by vacating that position that you've gotten accustomed to, 
to go to a new one, you're widening your scope of influence. You're creating an opportunity for you to leave a blueprint that someone else can build on. And you're modeling the decision to live with vision. I dare say that the politicians of our time, whether they're local, national and international, not all, not all. But many of them can learn from this sense of knowing when to leave and do something else. One of the reasons why so many reasons why so many policies and laws that are currently in place can be so oppressive and are so oppressive and marginalizing to many people is because the people that are leading the way in creating these laws or policies or obstructing the development and the implementation of laws and policies that would better serve people justly is that they haven't discovered the genius of knowing when to leave and do something else. Rather than having a clear and promising exit strategy that creates room for them to explore and do new things and possibly be a valuable resource and of resources to others in new spaces, many local, national, international leaders, they dig their heels into a strategy of permanence. Are you doing that? Are you digging your heels into a strategy of permanence that's actually costing people time, energy, and livelihood? A strategy focusing and that's focused on securing your position can have dire consequences. And so in the case of some of our leaders, and maybe this is not you, I hope it's not you, in the case of many leaders not knowing when to let go creates a ripple effect. In fact, it's part of the cause of the current crisis in the Sudan. The crisis in the Sudan right now is the result of two men who refused to make a decision to leave and do something else. If just one of them made the decision to leave and do something else, there would be a dramatic shift in the conflict. But instead, two men who were once friends and allies have come to an impasse and have dug their heels into a sense of permanence that their way is the way to go and no other. And as a result, two old friends who refused to relinquish power and position have actually created an environment where people experience loss, devastation, and displacement. So you can live a different narrative for sure. You can leave a different story for other peoples to tell and for other people to tell and other people to learn from. So you can live a different narrative and leave a different story behind for people to tell and learn from. Embrace the genius of knowing 
when to leave and do something else. I want you to consider this. What are you involved in today that needs you to leave so that someone else can take point to take that position? What would you need to do differently so that you end the habit of cornering yourself into a position of power that is actually causing you more harm than good? And how would you be better, healthier, happier, more joyful, more effective in other areas of your life if you let go to do something else? So finally, I'll leave you with this. See that you walk carefully. Live with honor, purpose, courage, Stay away from those who tolerate and enable evil. Don't live as people who are unwise. Instead, live like someone who's wise. Be sensible, intelligent, discerning. Make the most of your time. Recognizing and taking advantage of every opportunity. Using it with wisdom and diligence. Because the days that we face are full of all kinds of negative, harmful, distracting opportunities, much of which are to be avoided. And you can change the narrative of what it means to be someone of impact because you know when to leave and do something else. Let's take that to heart. And put that to practice as we take care and live. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm excited you spent the time with me today. And I'm going to ask you to do me this favor. Write us a review. Let us know just how much you enjoyed the show. And if you enjoyed the show so much that you think it's worth sharing with a friend, go ahead and do that too. We would love to hear just how much this show has impacted you and the friends you shared it with. And remember to do this one thing and do it well, and that's to take care and live.